um, you know, and then of course, uh, on YouTube, I would really expect the YouTube numbers to be higher, but I would think, you know, maybe we're just, we're just too old for the younger kids or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, we're too long. YouTube's like, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at that. We this last one we did uh, was an hour and fifteen minutes. Usually we run about thirty or forty yeah. minutes long, which is good too. I mean, there was actually a lot to talk about. But anyway, let's uh, let's get some stuff started. Did you hear that music a minute ago? This year, sounds familiar. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so we're gonna start. The Rebel Alliance Prison Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash rabrkyledrickinson.us. That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R A B R. K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. And now, it's time to talk Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Uh, not really, Andrew. That, that's more Rick over there. Uh, Andrew's incognito. So we're going to go with Rick. And Rick's going to have all kinds of fun. So even though Scott would normally ask me what was that you were drinking, it's just a energy drink. The uh, thing about it is you can't really see it there, but right up there at the top, let me say, the lights hit there funny. Arr. there you go. Three hundred fifty, three hundred fifty milligrams of caffeine. Woo! So a normal. Cup of coffee is about sixty-five milligrams. Yeah, if it's a uh, you know stronger kind, it might be eighty or ninety. Is that for the whole can, or is that per serving? The entire can. One can is one serving. Fifteen calories, zero sugar. Uh, what else is? I'm drinking the blue raspberry. Can't yeah, see it. There you go. If it's clear, it should be raspberry. It's got a thousand milli- micro milligrams of vitamin B12. Whoa, B12. Supposed to, B12 getting, is supposed I'm, to give you energy. I'm giving my B. See, it's it's shining off right now. Look at that shine. Yes. It's uh, disappearing. <laughs> I think that was a Twilight movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm giving something away. All right, so today we're reviewing uh, Star Wars Ahsoka Part 5 called Shadow Warrior. 
Um, so we're going to um, go through the cast and everything first, and then uh, kind of go for a recap review, and then we'll discuss it. And I do have a small about it, amount of feedback, um, but we're going to touch on it briefly while I'm reading this stuff at the beginning, and then uh, we'll read the whole thing later. And uh, it was an email. I don't know if you saw it. I think I actually got a notification from Twitter that I got an email, that I got a private message and it might have come through to YouTube. I don't know. But anyway, uh, we got that. And then I was going to go over some of the the numbers on how much people have been watching us suddenly. So uh, that'll be the whole thing here. So first off, so we don't forget Danger. That means uh, spoiler alert. That's what that's for. We would have said that eventually, but it's too long of a clip, so I'll cut it off. But uh, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the episode in very big detail, so go watch it before you listen to us. Uh, same with all of our podcasts. Stop! Stop! You haven't danger! It. Stop! Danger! Into the world spend some danger! Danger. Uh, so that clip I don't know if I've talked to you about that one before, but that one is actually a recording from a prison systems uh, alert system. So, like, if the if there's a jailbreak or something, that's the sound that comes off. How'd you get that um, record? Well, it's it's just a, a general recording. Somebody recorded it and put it on the internet. Devices when you were incarcerated. Yeah. There's a couple other things I added to it too, but. Uh, that is the the base of it is, is that recording it's basically almost I would I say most of that. the federal prisons have that that klaxon sound. Thought you weren't ever going to share that story. Yeah, yeah, never, never sharing it. So today, <laughs> uh, the uh, episode was directed by David Floney and written by David Floney, which I mentioned to you guys that I think every time. He does both of those. It seems to be uh, quite a good episode. Yep. Um, this episode was pretty good, I thought. Um, it was edited by Rosanna Tan. And, of course, the music was scored by Kevin Kinner. <clears throat> so part of the feedback I got was that I, uh, I'm i very bad at re- reading names uh, correctly. And uh, I'll just say that um, there's a reason for that. We'll, we'll discuss it later, but I'm going to try to read these better because of the feedback we got. So Ahsoka Tano is Rosario Dawson. Oh, look, we're getting a, another person joining. Uh, he's coming in late. Uh, Sabine Wren is Natasha Lou Bozio, something like that. Harris Sandola is Mary... Elizabeth Winstead. Balen Skull is Ray Stevenson. There's Scott. Shin Hati is Ivana Sakino. Morgan Elizabeth. That's one of them they complain about. Elizabeth. Liz, Elizabeth is Elizabeth. played by it's well it's spelled L-E-S-A-B-E-F. T-H. So it's, it looks almost just exactly like it, but there's, there's a couple of vowels missing somewhere. Lizbeth uh, is played by Diana Lee and Santo. 
Here's the other one. Professor Hu Yang. I always say Hanoi. I don't know why. But it's it's Hu Yang. It's played by David Tennant. Hey, Scott, Ooh. what's up? Um, here. It's very dark in there. Mm -hmm. uh, Jason Sandula is played by Evan Whitson. We don't want to know what he's doing in the dark. No, what is, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Captain Gerard is played by Lisa Davis. Captain Carson Teva is played by Paulson Huin Lee. Mon Mothma was briefly in there in a, as, a, as a little uh, video chat thing. The Zoom call, I guess, let's say. She was played by uh, Geneva O'Reilly. Uh, all the clone troopers and uh, Commander Cody were played by Timra Morrison. Um, you know, our, uh, our Boba Fett guy. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Genesu is played by Cha Numava. I don't know how to say that one either. Lieutenant Lander, Brendan Wayne, Anakin Skywalker, uh oh, Hayden Christensen. Brought in the big guys this time, didn't they? Uh, young Ahsoka was played by Adriana Greenblatt. Um, the weapons officer is Gina Vittori. Tom's officer is Anthony Latorell. That's a weird spelling there. So that's our cast. So I'm going to take a drink and we're going to listen to this uh, big commercial. Hey, what, what about Rex? Over there. Are you a trooper? Is your armor always dirty? When do you find time to clean? It was a uh, commander Cody. Rex wasn't in there. Okay. I, I'm just getting it from what they listed on, on the end of the show. Okay. I'll go with that. I don't think that's right, but okay. I think we'll Rex had a brief cameo there, but I could be wrong. Could be. We'll talk about it. Hey, you, over there. Are you a trooper? Is your armor always dirty? When do you find time to clean it? Did rebel scum scratch and damage it? Does your helmet communications keep acting up? Stop by Aaron's Armor Sparkalorium before 1500 hours. We will wash clean and sanitize your armor for the next day pickup. Our patented galactically ancient secret cleaning techniques will have your armor sparkling just like a new Cerulean Y-1300 freighter just off the assembly line. You will be the envy of all your friends and co-workers from the castles on Lothal to the politicians on Coruscant to the environmentalists on Indoor. Oh, For your next day, sir, stop by Aaron's Armor Sparkalorium. We are located in Tatooine's Moss Isley Spaceport, directly across from Hangar 35. We will also repair and sell and sell most parts at the best rates in the known galaxy. All services guaranteed and licensed by the Emperor himself to yeah. last a lifetime. Only at Aeron's Armor Sparkalorium. Things that gotta be legit, right? Except Imperial credits only. Helmets and boots are services are extra. Well, it's double A Aeron's, so it's not triple A. Sorry. No, it's just A wrong. There's no double A. No, it's A Aeron. It's double A. They didn't qualify for the AAA discount. That's what Scott keeps saying too, but I, I, I said it was even lower. It's like just an A wrong. 
Hey, wait a minute. I thought we were selling quality products. Hey, hey. Over there. Are you a trooper? Is your armor always dirty? When do you find time to clean it? Did Rebel Scum scratch and damage it? I don't Does have your a helmet communications keep acting up? Stop by Aaron's Armor Sparkalorium. Yeah, it's just a single egg. Man. Times Scott, are Scott really wanted it to have two A's in it, too. But The the economy really is hitting places, isn't it? It's, it, it yeah. Well, we're talking about the Empire, so, you know. Oh, true, true. Every, everything's uh, steal it or sell it cheap. Times are tough. Right. That's right. So, uh, again, today, to get Scott up, we're talking about uh, Ahsoka Part 5, Shadow Warrior. It originally aired on September 12th, um, and I didn't put the minutes on here, but it was like 45 minutes, maybe? Yeah, it was long. It was, close to, it was close to 45 minutes. We're still in the same timeline, which is uh, nine before the battle, of, or after the Battle of Yavin, sorry. So nine years after the first Death Star exploded. Uh, so that means, Scott, it's time to grab your favorite beverage, pull up a chair, and join us in the Rebel Alliance briefing room. Yeah. All right, so we start off our episode. Um, we see uh, charred fragments of the star map, that little globe that uh, uh, Balin stole, destroyed with his lightsaber. Um, and the ghost lands behind it, behind the uh, little, I don't know, ceremonial. Uh, Lift thing going on there, and uh, the planet's called Stepco, so it's a like something about a reflex point, but I don't think that describes it very well. Um, Harris and Dula walks out towards the ramp with her blaster, you know, making sure there's nobody gonna get them. And after she determines it's safe, she tells her son Jason he can exit the ghost and warns him to keep close to uh. Chopper, so that uh, Chopper can help protect him. Um, you know, since uh, they don't, they aren't very familiar with the planet. Uh, when suddenly the general hears something in the distance and gestures for her son to get behind Chopper, Hera investigates the noise, and it's Hugh Yang standing behind a pair of rocks overlooking the ocean, holding the helmet of Sabine Wren. Hugh Yang's Fumberly recalls that he told Rin and Tano to stay together, but they never listen. These kids never listen anymore, right, Scott? Never listen. Scott? Okay. What? Oh, I was looking for a response. He's sleeping. I snickered. Oh. No comments, though? No, the only kid, the only kid's Young kids that don't listen to, uh, to Kyle, the host, is his dogs. <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that. Anyway, uh, moving on. Those are the, your kids. Uh, well, God. To Catch up, to baby tomato. Uh, all right, so we're the next scene, we're in the world between worlds. Ahsoka is greeted by the spirit of Anakin Skywalker. Remarking that she still looks the same. Uh, Sky, or she remarks that he still looks the same. And Skywalker responds that she's grown old. 
he can't uh, accept a compliment, so he uh, has to degrade her a little bit there. When Tunnel asks why she has come to the world between worlds, Skywalker reminds Tunnel that she has lost her fight with Balin's skull and tells her that, that he's there to finish her training. While Tunnel states her belief that it's too late for Skywalker to teach her anything, he asserts that uh, he's the one that is never old, that no one is never old enough to learn anything. Uh, when Tano asks what her lesson will be, Skywalker ignites his lightsaber and attacks Tano, telling her that it is time to live or die. He's going to kill her. When Tano tells her old master that she will not fight him, Skywalker says that he has heard that before, which is a callback to when he she fought Darth Vader and she realized that Darth Vader was Anakin and she said, I'm not going to fight you anymore. Uh, I, I, think that was in, I think that was in Rebels. Um, Obi-Wan said the same thing, though. True. Very true. They've said it multiple times throughout the whole thing. Uh, she's not going to fight. And he's heard that before. As she can, as Skywalker continues the assault, Tano ignites her lightsaber and defends herself. Zoom, 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 right? Uh, back at the hinge, like Stonehenge. That's that's the way I, I prefer to call it is the Stonehenge. Uh, General Sadola uh, searches for signs of Tano and Rin while Hu Yang inspects two fragments from the star map, the, the round thing. Hu Wang states that the map is beyond repair and they cannot n- know where the enemy is heading uh, from from the map. Sandula asserts that they will get answers when they find Tano and Rin, but Hu Wang believes they are on the Eye of Scion with Morgan Elizabeth. You have to say it with a lisp. Elizabeth and her forces. Carson Teva uh, joins and asks what the command tells her that the command of Senator Organa, uh, which, you know, it's a brief reference to Leia, Organa, can't keep from covering, can't keep them from covering and adds that people will ask questions if they stay there any longer. Sundula, however, maintains that they won't leave until she knows what's happened to Tano and Rin. So, uh, yeah, the captain is like, hey, uh, you know, we're running out of time, man. There's not very much fuel. We got we got to get out of here before they before they we get in trouble. You know, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm a yeah. captain, man. So my job. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't know what else to do. Uh, well, she during the com- go ahead. She said, I'm a general, and, and I'll just, you know, yeah. what are they going to fire me? That's right. That's right. She does say that. During the conversation, Jason tries to tell her, his mother, that there's something unusual about the water. She doesn't notice anything initially, but her son claims to hear sounds of a battle involving lightsabers. Like, what? Sounds like water. 
slowly as Cinderella closes her eyes, she comes to hear them. Um, I guess probably after doing a tiny bit of meditation too, it looked like. She closed her eyes and was like, uh, and then all of a sudden, ooh, I hear it. Hera ooh. tells Teva that to get his squadron airborne and that she needs a full sweep of the ocean at low altitude. General Sandola tells Huang to come with her inside the ghost while Jason and Chopper stay at the hinge. When Teva asks what's going on, Huang informs Teva that Jason has abilities because his father, Kanan Jarrus, was a Jedi. We all remember Kanan uh, through the Rebels. He uh, used to be someone else before the Purge. You remember who he used to be, Scott? I forget what his name is. Uh, no. Caleb. Caleb, that's what it was. No, he didn't like, didn't like showing his Jedi skills. Right, because he was afraid somebody was going to see him. Um, yeah, it was Caleb. It was Caleb Doom. Remember, Scott? Yeah, he had the dreams with the wolves or whatever, and they kept on saying, Doom, Doom. The wolves would show up. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Rick has no idea what we're talking about. Uh, as Tano and Skywalker continue their duel in the worlds between worlds, Tano holds her own and suggests that perhaps her master doesn't have anything left to offer her. Skywalker smiles, saying that he hasn't taught her everything before slicing into the platform underneath and sends her falling into the depths below. And then she, it's turned into fog or something. Uh, and she lands on her face, I think. Tano awakens as a younger version of herself in a location obscured by fog. And as a clone trooper, in phase one armor, and many of the 501st Legion run by her. She is greeted by Skywalker, now wearing armor and appearing as he did when he first met when she first met him. He confirms that they are witnessing the battle of from the Clone Wars. Uh, Tano doesn't understand why they would be experiencing this, uh, which is one of her first missions. Uh, Skywalker says. Uh, that is the problem as his, as his master heads farther into battle. What? That is the problem. That is the problem. She doesn't She doesn't see past it. Connelly knights her original green lightsaber and follows him for answers. So a lot of people on uh, the internet <laughs> have been saying that uh, they're excited about these scenes because this is the first time that the Clone Wars have been in live action. It's always been in the cartoons. Uh, but yeah, I think so we did... About that, you guys might be able to tell me, because her lightsaber was a different color, so what's the reason yep. or rationale for that? Or is that something uh, you want to hold on to? No, uh, we... Different crystal. I, I could tell you. So, yes, it's different crystal. Um, but what happened was um, Tano had originally had one lightsaber, of course. Yeah. And uh, uh, when she, one of the times that she was mad about, you know, she was always talking about in this show about how she didn't want to fight and all this stuff. She turned her lightsaber into um, the Jedi Council and said she was going to quit. 
Okay. And that's why we see her further on in the show where she's, uh, uh, it looks like she's fighting some Mandalorians and she, they, um, Anakin comes in and says, I don't remember this battle. And that's because it was a, it was the purge of Mandalore. Yeah. Which, yeah, we, yeah. which we talked about. And during um, that time, she was on her own without him. And um, sometime uh, before she finally officially left, he returned that lightsaber. And um, so she had one and she had the one he gave her and she changed the colors on the um, stones. Okay. So we've talked about before where they bleed the, the, the stones, especially. Uh, oh, orange or... Yeah. Um, you can pick a stone with the color green, right? Because that's your that's that's what you uh, you know prophecy or whatever get. You can get the you can pick a stone that's blue or whatever, but you can also change it. But you're limited to changing. Okay, um, you can usually change it. Uh, doesn't the, like doesn't, doesn't your first stone originally don't? I mean, don't don't. The original stone picks you. Right. It's 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 tailored to your personality or uh, you know whatever. Gotcha. Um, it's supposed to be a religious experience. Okay. Um, that's how much I believe about religion. Anyway, so uh, you can you can bleed the stone, and what they call it is a they they say it's a physical squeezing of the stone until it changes colors. Um, and you have to meditate while you're doing it or whatever, because it won't just change while you're squeezing it. Yeah, um, yeah. You have to meditate it and, er, you know, I need the force to do it and all this stuff. That's why, um, Balin skulls and Shin's lightsabers are orange and not red because they didn't bleed them all the way. Because they didn't, they didn't believe that they probably don't believe that they're actually sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So they didn't bleed them all the way. Well, um, and she's got, I do. I, I wonder. And a a uh, uh, non Sith, you know, a regular Jedi, the they have the ability also to um, bleed the stone white or uh, close to white color, whatever that color is. Um, and that's what she, what she did is is the one lightsaber she had was a uh, a Sith lightsaber. And she bled the red to white, and then she wanted the other one to match, so she bled the green so to, to white too. Okay, um, yeah. So that's why she's got the two white white ones now. But anyway, yeah. that's all done. That, we, we hear a lot of that in uh, Clone Wars, and um, it continues later on in in Rebels and stuff. But Clone Wars, most of it happened. She uh, uh, the last season or two of Clone Wars, she's not. She's not with the Jedi Order, I believe. Um, anyway, that's uh, way far away, but that's why it's green. It's because that's what her original was. Um, and I probably she she bled him white um, for the reason that she didn't think that she was a uh, a true Jedi anymore. She didn't believe in their cause because they were more militant than they were supposed to be peacekeepers. So she made them white for her for that reason. Gotcha. Doesn't that gotcha. make sense to you, Scott? 
that's just peaceful. Exactly. Uh, all right, so green lightsabers. During a lull in the fight, uh, Tano finds herself standing in an encasement with many injured clones. This is probably where you saw, thought you saw Rex. Uh, the clone on the stretcher has a bandage over his head, and Tano rests her hand on the trooper who reaches with his own hand, and Skywalker finds her and warns her that more Separatist battle droids are approaching. Tano, however, still... Somber admits the carnage, contemplates how they lost so many in their, under her orders specifically. Uh, Skywalker offers mastery, masterly insight, and he reminds her that they are at a war and that it is a Jedi's job to lead, but affirms that mistakes and losses weigh heavy on him too. Skywalker explains how he must teach his Padawan to be a soldier despite his upbringing as a keeper of the peace. Tano wonders if fighting is the only thing she will have to teach her own Padawan uh, one day in the future. But Skywalker pushes that fighting is how one survives. As explosions appear in the distance, Tano muses that she may want to stop fighting, which Skywalker says will mean that she will die. Da-da. As Skywalker advances once more into battle, his appearance flashes between his Jedi self and his Sith identity of Darth Vader. Go ahead. And that's where we see Rex turn and say, good job, Commander. And then he turns and runs towards Anakin. And he had the blue. Yes. He had the blue on his thing. Rex is not blue. Okay. So that was Cody. Uh, Cody is blue. What's Rex? I'll see if I can find some. Well, uh, Cody was a captain, Captain Cody. And Rex was just a a regular one. I think they were still under the same blue, maybe. I don't, I don't have a Cody because that's the Cody is the one that's like, you know, $400 probably. Okay. Um, But I might have a Rex. That's when I, I, I guess I, I make, mistook the two because I thought that was Rex. So it was Captain Cody then. Because yeah, it's really cool. like he just runs by her, then he turns around, says something, and then he turns and takes off. So that was Captain Cody at that point then. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Um, right. Cody was Cody was always with um, uh, Anakin. Captain Caveman. <laughs> Captain Caveman. That's, uh, that's what you look like there with the, the beard and stuff. Hey, um, don't like, yes. me and Rick look alike. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Jelly goats. The uh, Cody was always with um, uh, with, Anakin. with Anakin, and um, Rex was with uh, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay, or one, or the other one of the oh. other ways around. Either that way or the other way. I don't know. But it, it definitely said in the credits that it was uh, Commander Cody. So I, I had my cr- doubts. I, st- I had my doubts too until I saw it in the credits. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So he we see him flash between uh, uh, Darth Vader and, and and Anakin, and that's kind of uh, foreshadowing too. We basically saying that this is around the time that Anakin started to uh, you know doubt himself and. Uh, you know, want more power, and he's uh, 
paying more attention to uh, to Sidious or Sidious, uh, you know, the Chancellor. Yep. And then we go back to the uh, planet as Jason and Chopper stay on the hinge. Peva's X-wing s- squad, along with General Sandula and Hugh Yang, aboard the Ghost, continued their search for Tano and Rin. Despite Teva's suggestion that they may be depleted in fuel reserves, Zendula orders an extension of their sweep. As Hera reveals the unauthorized nature of their mission to Hugh Yang, uh, she ponders if it's if she is truly chasing ghosts. But Hugh Yang assures her that her caring and steadfast nature is why people like her, which is a weird comment from a droid. Why would a droid find out what why people like whatever? He has Hugh a feeling. Yeah, he has no, he his feelings. His feelings. That's the wrong. Uh, that's the wrong show. I don't care. I, I do. Hugh I'm Yang, you're you're asking a question. I'm giving you an answer. Good. Good, good, good. Hugh Yang mm. also asserts that there's still a chance they will find them given Tano's tenacious, tenacious nature. Tenacious. Tenacious. Tenacious D. Exactly. When Hugh Yang mentions Tano's master, Dula asks what he was like. Uh, with Hugh Yang responding that he was intense. Basically, <laughs> just like that. He's dramatic. Uh, intense. Suddenly, Jason calls the ghost, saying Chopper has picked up something on his scanner, and the ghost will need to fly very low and to the water to find it. Very, very, very low. Very low. <laughs> Basically, like we saw in uh, Rebels, when they had to land, they had to that landing pad that they had to land on. They had to get so low before it would rise up out of the water. Yeah, it was a it was a trigger switch thing. That's uh not, not really exactly. The to the right. Exactly, exactly. You're getting it, man. You've been watching again, haven't you? Uh, all right. So back in the uh, Tano world between worlds, uh, she continues to receive her lesson and relive the past. She. Uh, is now at the Battle of Mandalore with Super Commandos at the Siege of Mandalore. And we see that guy with the horns and stuff and all that. Those are Death Watch people. Um, that's what the horns signifies is the Death Watch group. Um, alongside the troops, troopers of the 332nd Company. I don't know how people keep track of... I know the 501st was the one that only followed um, Anakin. Because that's the, also the one that uh, went into the uh, temple when he uh, slaughtered younglings. Killed the younglings. Yeah, I, I, that's, I said that quietly. Uh, but Clone Commander Rex spots Hano and compliments her for work before she charges forward. <laughs> it was just at a different spot. Okay, It was Larry- during the... Uh, because he like turns says something and then it's like a, it's like a just a flash 
So I wasn't crazy. Yep. So I was just in the wrong spot. You were in the wrong spot. Ah. Clone Commander Rex spots Tano and compliments her on her work before charging forward. Uh, Tano, Tano pauses surveying the battle as Skywalker approaches her, saying that he does not recognize this battle currently unfolding. And Tano informs him that this it's the Siege of Mandalore, which occurred after the two had parted ways. And uh, Skywalker... I did. Uh, but that was when I was explaining something else. Skywalker proudly affirms that uh, Tano did well. Though Skywalker explains that Tano has the culmination of Skywalker's knowledge and the legacy of masters before him. Tano believes that her part of that legacy is one of death and war. And Skywalker asserts that both he and Tano are more than that. But Tano recalls how Anakin was more powerful and more dangerous than anyone could have realized uh, at the moment of his fall. Skywalker says that Tano has learned nothing. And gets mad because he she brings up that uh, you know turn of character there where he turns into Darth Vader. Um, so so from now on, since they redid the movies and all that, since like when Darth Vader died, he'll show up as Anakin, though, right? Yeah, he already he does. When a good, they... little bit good back in the Right. Yeah. So yeah. If you go look at, if you go look at uh, Return of the Jedi, um, you know, and and you, if you see the latest version of it, because you know, we all know George Lucas went in and changed stuff. If you look the latest version that he changed, Anakin shows up as a Force ghost in in there. So, uh, because apparently the uh, Force ghost thing is a is a uh, Jedi thing, not a Sith thing. We don't know that for sure, but every Force ghost we've seen has been a Jedi, not a Sith, right? So that's that's the the standard belief is that everybody, only the uh, yeah, only the Jedi know how to do it. Can't only show them. It's a different spot. That's right. That's why it's bad. <laughs> more than they can realize at this moment uh, Tano has learned nothing and reminds her of her choice he gave her to live or die Skywalker ignites his lightsaber again but this time it's red and he has yellow he has yellow and red eyes because he's mad he's turned to the Sith side (laughs) oh sorry uh Tano once again attempts to refuse a fight, but Skywalker presses on in the two dual bigotry. Ahsoka with both of her lightsabers this time. And uh, I always thought uh, because of the extra training that she got that she's probably better than than Anakin anyway. So that's... Chris, I'll fight you with my right hand. I'll fight you with my left hand. I'll fight you with both. I'll fight you with neither. Yeah. Uh, this is when uh, when Skywalker uh, gets frustrated and kicks Tano back into the, the darkness of the uh, world between worlds. Uh, and his form shifts back and forth between the helmeted Sith persona and 
the Anakin persona. Uh, we see in the background of their little lightning, and every time the lightning, we see his team change. Enraged by Tano's lack of conviction, Skywalker battles Tano down with a strike after strike, claiming that it is time for her to die. Da, da, da. Tano outmaneuvers Skywalker with, and takes his lightsaber. Ooh, turn of fate there. Holding it to his neck. I'm gonna cut your throat. That pastor now. Yeah. Holding it to his neck. However, she drops the lightsaber into the void, saying that she chooses to live. Satisfied. With a, with a evil smile still. <laughs> Skywalker smiles. Then he bows his head and uh, concentrates for a moment so his eyes go back to normal. Uh, normal state. And that he says that there's hope for her yet. As the world between world begins to rumble, Skywalker disappears, and it looks like it's like raining or something or whatever. And then it starts to fill up with water and uh, envelops Tano, and she closes her eyes. If the water covers her all the way, she doesn't even gargle, she just accepts it. Uh, at night, Tano is pulled from the waters by the new Republic Lieutenant Genesu. And pull the board, the ghost, as she whispers her master's name. Anakin. I love you, Anakin. When Tano reawakens aboard the ship, one rotation later, she reunites with Q Yang, and the droid catches her up to speed. That looked like Titanic. Jack! Jack! <laughs> and she was kind of on a plank, too, wasn't she? The, yeah. The, the loading ramp. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a droid catches her up to speed telling her that she may have been lost for good if if not for the efforts of Jason Sindula and that Sabine was not with them so Sabine's gone and Jason he's got some weird power that uh, helped find her Kano emerges from the ghost to thank Jason who whisks away who is whisked away by Hanyu to explore Atano's a T6 shuttle. He entices her with the uh entices him with the um the training room, right? Oh, you have a training room? Are you gonna teach me how to train? No. Yes. Are you gonna are you gonna let me tour the ship? No. Uh so uh that Tano and Hera can talk in private. Sindula inquires where Rin is, leading Tano to attempt to read the broken map. For an impression of what happens. And she goes into a trance and um, tries to uh, pull in the last moments that happened with the uh, thing before. And she uh, hears uh, Ren kind of basically uh, give in or or whatever and uh, give him back the thing and destroy it and all that stuff. After experiencing these echoes and conversations, Tano discovers that Ren has joined Lisbeth. Lisbeth forces before uh, forces aboard the eye of scion and willingly and alive so she volunteered to get on the ship um so she wouldn't be killed basically but she volunteered and she's still alive uh teva arrives to inform sindola that the new republic fleet 
is en route to Seattle. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They're in trouble. As Sundula and Tano part ways, Tano gazes up at the sky to view a pod of pergoli. Because they didn't say right before that, they have no idea how they're going to find Ezra now. And then suddenly she looks up. What are those? The oh, whale. the whale. Why didn't she take both pieces and hold them together and have that vision? Good question. She only used half. It's because that's all she needed. I don't know. Maybe both pieces, it would have been a stronger uh, vision, right? Exactly. She just only used the good half. If she'd used the bad half, maybe they would have been able to figure it out. <laughs> maybe. Must have been a she slow ride. She could have seen uh, the uh, map and everything, right? See? Uh, so above the, uh, aboard the ghost, Sundula and Teva meet with Senator Mon Mothma by a hologram on Skype, who informs them that without evidence of Imperial remnant activity or grand, grand Admiral Thrawn's return, there's little she can do to help them in front of the Senate committee. Uh, furthermore, Mothma reveals that Sindula and Tano are ordered to return to Coruscant so they can be uh, ridiculed and and uh, you know stripped of their rank and and all kinds of stupid stuff that the Senate's do. Oversight <laughs> committees will determine if Sindula his command will be permanently disbanded despite the bleak situation. Connor rejoins them, claiming, claiming that she knows how to find Rin. I know. I got an idea. I, I saw the thingies. I know. I can see clearly now. <laughs> <laughs> With a new plan in place, Tano's ship, uh, the Ghost, and Teva's squad ascend into the Seto sky. Sindula. Ask Tano if the Pergoli that five times fast. Exactly. Know if the Pergoli if the Pergoli know the hyperspace coordinates that will lead them to Rin. Uh with when Tano replies that uh there was only one way to find out. By asking, of course. Um a larger pergola is spotted among the pod, and Tano now dressed in white which they think symbolizes that she's figured out she's learned something. She's um, clipped herself. She's, she's cleansed. By the exactly. way, that pillow that she finds isn't just larger. That thing's bigger than all the other ones put together. It's huge, yeah. Which uh, I think we're supposed to assume that the the bigger they are, the older they are. So maybe the they know. The yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what we're supposed to well, get from that. Uh, she's spotted amongst the pod and is now dressed in white. Walks onto the hull of the ship of the shuttle to commune with the giant creature. Teva informs Sindula that the New Republic fleet has arrived to the planet, and Sindula warns them not to approach as they will frighten the pergola. Outside the settled atmosphere, Teva converses with New Republic Captain Gerard. Uh, doing the best he can to stall her from the approaching planet. He pulls a, uh, what, that was in Solo or something, where they, they're they like, uh, who are you calling? Wait, I can't you. Hello? Yeah. Who, who is this? Can you can you give me your code? 
I don't believe you. Verify. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gerard gets upset and forces and tells her forces to activate the tractor beam. And and then Teva gives in and gives her um Tano's plan but says I don't think you're gonna believe me. Something like that, right? Yeah, I don't I think you're gonna believe me. what I'm gonna say. I'll tell you, but I don't think you're gonna believe it. That guy fold like a, a chair at a wrestling match. <laughs> Over the back of somebody's head. Uh, back <laughs> oh, on Seattle, wow. Jason and his mother ask Tano if she is going to try to talk to the pergola, and he reminisces about the stories Hera told her and how the pergola took Ezra Richer and the Imperial forces. So Jason and Hera are talking about Tano, so that, that confused me for a second there. But yeah, so they're talking, um, and she talks about how back in Rebels, um, they saved, the, the, the whales saved them. Um, but also took Ezra and uh, Thrawn away from them. Uh, asking the pergola will will take them to Bridger. Uh, Hera tells him that uh, that is her hope. As Tano's out there, I don't know what with her hand. I'm reaching out. Talk to me. Tano reaches her hand out to communicate with the. Through the force, the enormous pergola opens its mouth, and it's got little uh, thin teeth, or whatever you want to call those things. Teeth, which is like, which is funny because, yeah, like Scott said, in 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 nature, they they filter the plankton and stuff like that out, right? Yeah. Um. So why would they need that in space? Space is a vacuum, and there's no there's nothing there. All the asteroids and meteorites. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. That's uh, how they, they had to make it. They had to make it if they're going to call them whales or whatever. They're going to have to make them. You know, those, those things fly through those uh, flosses. Yeah. Yep. The enormous pergola opens his mouth, and Tano orders Hugh Yang to move the ship inside. Once um, th- Hugh Yang is like, is like, what? What? Are you sure? Uh, oh, about this. Once inside the pergola, Hu Yang asked Tano if she was certain that the pergola would take them uh, to Rin, to which Tano wistfully responds that she has no idea. I don't know. I have no idea if I got through to them or not. Happily acknowledging... Uh, acknowledging that's, the only, that's the only way that they're going to get to that new galaxy. Exactly. That's the only way. They like it. The pergola are the only way to get there. They unless they build them, a, so they unless right they build a ship of their own. Huh. That'll take too long, right? Uh, happily acknowledging that the pergola could take them anywhere. We don't. I don't know where they're going to take me, but hopefully they're going to take me to the right spot. I don't know. She just go along for the ride. It's better than nowhere. The pergola emerged from this from the Seattle atmosphere and fly between Gerard's ships preparing to jump to hyperspace. <laughs> Just a second and I'll say this. but uh, So Tano apologizes to Cindella that she couldn't make the trip. Uh, you know, that Cindula can make the trip. But Cindula assures her that it's all right 
as her son is too young to travel between galaxies. Which, that's stupid, but with newfound sense and purpose... Yeah. With newfound sense of purpose and promise that she will find Ren and, and Bridger. Connell, along with Hugh Yang and the Pergola, jump into hyperspace. Anyway, the the reason I was giggling is because it looked like their their assholes were what was the engine or whatever flying and starting up because it 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 had strands basically going to the center from their from their you know whatever you call those tentacles. So they opened up their tentacles like they were gonna take a big dump and boom, they're out into this hyperspace. I just thought it was. I just thought it was hugely funny. Yeah, of course. Not chilly the night before. Yeah. So, what did you guys think about the episode? Pretty good episode. Yeah. Hera did say that to to Tano, didn't she? Yes. It was a transitionary episode, like I kind of figured it would be. Yeah. It was pretty good, I thought. I mean, there was a lot of uh, lightsaber play in there, which is, you know, yeah. the fan fandom likes that. I like it a little bit, too. It's it's fun, but, uh, you know, you could see the choreography being repeated over and over again. <laughs> like, they shot the scene yeah. once, and they cut it and repeated it five times. From, from yeah, they didn't tie in a lot of stuff in, though. I mean, they like they took they some stuff from Clone Wars, they took some stuff from the other stuff, and now it's kind of like putting it all together instead of it out here. Like, there's this, there's this, there's this. Now it's like coming together. You know, the big yep. picture becoming a little bit more in focus. Except all the diehards keep saying that, uh, how come Ahsoka wasn't in the original movies then? <laughs> well. And that's fine, but she was never thought of before then. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. George Lucas didn't come up with her before then. Because uh, whether you believe it or not, George Lucas did come up with Ahsoka Tano as a character. He uh, suggested it to to Filoni and, and those guys when they were making the, the Clone Wars animated show. Actually, when they made the movie, it was that was when it was suggested. She was introduced in the movie the Clone Wars movie, which is separate from the uh, Attack of the Clones. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's the entire episode. I thought it was pretty good, and it was uh, it was it was slow in a few spots. I think, you know, they could have sped up a few things, but uh, um, there was a lot of maybe... What the question is, is Ezra alive? We don't know. He could be dead. We don't alive. know. Is he hanging with the... What's his name? They're supposed to be, because they left together, right? So, um, Back in Rebels, they left together. Yeah. I think we so, find an episode coming up. Yeah, either... So what, that's five. That means we have three left, right? Yeah, yeah. One, two, one, two three. Um, yeah, and or the second half of this next episode, we find them. Yeah, I think uh, this next episode, um, they're gonna end up somewhere and try to figure out where they're at or something like that, and maybe scan 
long distance scanners and say, oh, there's uh, there's something big out there that we need to go investigate. And it ends up being because Thrawn had his uh, big uh, ship, his big uh, uh, cruiser, you know, the big uh, triangle thingy when they left. So that's going to be pretty big for them to, to see. Probably as big as that pergola, that big, huge pergola. Those things were. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Is some of that, I st- I don't I still don't think we're going to see Ezra. We might see him, you know, like in flashbacks or, you know, something. We might see a little bit of Rin and, uh, you know, uh, Liz Elizabeth Elizabeth uh, too. But I I don't think we're going to see anything with Thrawn. I, I just I just think they're gonna wait to the last minute to show us Thrawn. I still do. I think he's gonna show up. Thrawn won't won't be around till the second season. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I was I was talking to Rick before you came on, uh, Scott. That we uh have seen a tiny spike in people. Um, I'd say paying attention to us. Um. The Amazon uh, music has got a couple extra people than normal. It says that we possibly have had um, 12, 12 people playing something in the last, uh, I don't know, month, which is pretty good. Um, and I was telling him that on Apple Podcasts, which we only do audio, we have... Uh, nine people that have listened to our podcast uh, from the last episode, episode four, which is, it's, it's actually not a record. We had uh, 17 people watch or listen to the episode that was uh, The Mandalorian, season three, chapter 19, The Convert. We had 17 people watch us there, which is weird. Um, why would they watch that episode and then none, none of the other ones? But anyway, so there's a spike there. And then, uh, of course, I didn't share the final numbers with him on YouTube yet, Scott. But uh, this last episode, uh, The Fallen Jedi, we had 32 people listen to us or watch it. Um, and when I say views, it's, it's I think it's uh, at least 10 minutes of view is what they count as a view. So at least 10 minutes. Uh, so we had 32 people. The episode before that, we had 22. Um, the second episode of Ahsoka, we had 31. And then the first one, we only had four. Um, but mm-hmm. other episodes from before that, from The Mandalorian, have spiked a little bit too. They've gone up too. So we have a couple episodes now that are over 40 people have, have viewed them. Um so anyway, I was just kind of saying that we we've kind of spiked a little bit uh, in the last uh, month or so, and I think it's partially because um, I'm using that other social network, the Blue Sky, um, maybe because the the are you getting paid by them? No, maybe because the network's concentrated, most people are concentrated. There's not there's not a huge flood of people like there's on Twitter, so I think that's probably why is is it's easier to reach them because there's fewer of them. You know what I mean? Oh. So I do have some feedback. 
I see. And this feedback is related to what I was talking about earlier that Scott missed as well, but he might have gotten a hint to it. Um, uh, we have a, a guy who, who on Twitter, what he does is, I mean, there's, I would say there's probably at least 200 different podcasts about Star Wars that you can find on Twitter. And he goes through and listens to them all week long and, um, you know, posts up on Twitter that he's watching these guys. Usually uh, when he posts our podcast and stuff, you know, I, I talked to him a little bit about it. He said to this week that um, he says, when you're watching, listening, uh, listen to the character's name when it's said. You're pronouncing a couple names incorrectly and it's driving me bananas his name ain't hanoi it's hugh yang morgan liz lisbeth isn't elizabeth so it's lisbeth and it's not elizabeth uh he says my apologize apologies if this sounds like i'm raising my voice um that's not my intent uh fun end into listening to your show. He likes it when we uh, when we discuss it at the end, I guess. Um, when he listens to it, doesn't see all us wonderful faces. Uh, I don't. Maybe I don't know a- if he does video or not, but he usually he's he's one of the guys that's watching us on uh, um, Apple Apple Podcasts. It's a copyright issue. We can't, you know, repeat everything one hundred percent. Trademark right, there, has to, there has to be mistakes. Yeah, come on. No, oh, I, I can. Yeah, I can tell you. I can tell you why I say I'm wrong, and it's not necessarily on purpose. It's just because I have a. You know, everybody pronounces my name wrong, so I have a, a thing with. I try to pronounce it wrong, right, but I always do it. End up doing it wrong. <laughs> okay, oh. Kale. Yeah. Sorry, Kay- nobody. Kay- I'm sorry. My apologies, Kaylee. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah, Kaylee. <laughs> Nobody can pronounce it right. Um, Kale, which is your name, which is, which is funny too because he usually uh, uh, spells out my name when he's writing to me. He usually spells it out, uh, Kaylee, K A Y L E E. And this no time way. he spelled he, this time he spelled it correctly. No way, because <laughs> he wanted because he wanted to he wanted to judge me, but um, <laughs> no, I. I, I like this guy though. He's he's pretty nice. He uh, oh, you like this guy? Huh? He he listens to podcasts all day at work, basically. And, and they're all Star Wars. Get him um, on. He's shy. He's he's sending us feedback. He he sent us. Remember that one we had an audio feedback a while back, Scott? Yeah. Same guy. Well, that's um, awesome. I'm not trying yeah. to be mean, but is he sitting in a dark room in his mom's basement? Does he never leave? Could be. Now, 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 we can't say that. We we can just laugh about it and move on. <laughs> oh, okay, Rick. We keep. Well, we, we can't really. We Listen, can't really we say that because that's what Scott did when he was growing up too. So we don't want Kaylee to lose his podcast. Come on now. That's right. Those are going to take <laughs> it away because I'm, I'm being too correct. Uh, so push the button again.
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, you can send us feedback through all the ways. Uh, feedback at kylejohansson.us is one. Um, you can go to our website. When we say go to the left side of the page, it, there's a link over there that says feedback, and it'll take you to a form, and you can fill that out. Uh, unfortunately, unlike the email address, that one doesn't let you attach any video or uh, audio. Um, we're also on Twitter at super underscore duper underscore pod. Um, we're on the blue. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Uh, that's because we had other podcasts, and that's always, the the name's always been the same. Uh, on Twitter. I'm not going to say X. It's Twitter. Um, so on, <laughs> on Blue Sky, we're at Rebel Alliance Briefing Room, all one word. And of course, we have a YouTube channel where we upload these videos, and we'd like you to put as many comments as you'd like up there. Um, anything else, you guys? Do we have to be up like it? Like, do we all have to be up if we ever get that British guy on and the other guy <laughs> back? I don't do we know. have to be up like during overnight because I could do that. I could come in your house and we could do that. That'd totally be cool. Are you drinking Red Bull? No. I told you you'd you ask, didn't I? Drink one, of, drink one of Kyle's things. Yeah, three what three hundred and sixty five milligrams, three twenty five. What is it? It's Show called it again, Kyle. It's called Spike, Ooh. and it's it uh. You awake? You okay? You won't go to sleep. It's, I promise. It's blue raspberry <laughs> flavor. You just and up, and up there. No up sugar. there, 350 no milligrams, no sugar. No 350 sugar. milligrams of caffeine, though. Damn. Why don't you just go back? Why don't you just go back and buy some jolt? So this this is buy one of the... This take jolt's, jolt's not as, as good as this. This is one of the highest concentrations of caffeine that you can find in any energy drink. You, if you go to Casey's and buy it, they ask for your driver's license because you're you can't you're not old enough to drink that much caffeine. That's just a Casey's rule. It's not a it's not a federal law or anything, but they card you because they think, oh my gosh, can, can you hit, are you old enough? Get on the internet. I get it. I'm I'm getting it from Amazon, but you can go to Casey's and buy this stuff. Is it cheaper through Amazon? Uh, not necessarily. How much is it for case? Uh, I don't know. It's like thirty bucks for twelve. It's not cheap, but those things aren't cheap in the store either. How 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 much liquid? Sixteen. He's gonna he's gonna get them. Sixteen, right there. He's gonna start ordering them now. Well, I I get I get my stuff through uh, Amway. Disclaimer, this is no representation of any, you know, trying to promote any merchandise. Oh, my God. Why are you so PC? Disclaimer. Because I want to Kaylee this can't. Free market society. Kaylee can't lose his podcast. I can't. I, 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 can, I can barely afford to pay the 16 cents a month that it costs. Uh, 
to run this thing. Come on. Shut up. I'll you, uh, hey, I'll, I'll put pennies on your driveway. I'll drive by tonight. You, you, you're the one that needs it's to shut up, Mr. Johnson County, on your shirt. With my truck. Wait until next week. He's going to have a hat. He's going to have a T-shirt that has it, you know. <laughs> no, can't help that. I can't help that. i got to go to work or just got home from work, you know. We, uh, we'll have real sponsors then. That's what that's what I was looking for. We're not promoting sponsorship. Yeah. So mine. Mine is a mine. Oh, I just left. Where'd I go? There you go. Is that a hunter? No, it's the uh it's the Navy SEAL patch for um oh let's see, what is it? I can't think of what it's called. I'll have to look it up really quick and tell you because I don't remember. Special special forces or something. Yeah, well, it's like it's not King Neptune or whatever, but uh wow. not Jones or whatever, but it's a it's a SEAL team patch. Cool. And and uh operator hat, it's a uh, Oakley. Oh, I like that. Another shameless is it, is it fitted? Oh yeah, yeah. I said yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's become my favorite kind of go to hat wearing around. So cool. And he's got hair though. So he most people put hats on all the time because they don't have hair. But he's got hair. Just a just a little bit. He's he's been oh. using the dome dome armor a little too much. That's what it is. He's is it faded? He spilt it's the right. he spilt the whole jar on him. Yeah, it it worked really well. That's wicked. What do you, what do you students think about that? Oh, I wear I wear it pulled back like the or I don't wear it pulled back. I wear it slicked back. So I just keep it pulled slicked back. It's cool. No, I just wear it with gel. Oh, like gel. I, I just gel it back just like this. So mm-hmm. it's not quite long enough, you know, to do much with it. So I just have to kind of keep it pulled back. So. Just enough to hold it in place during the day, and by the end of the day, it's kind of worn loose and kind of flopping. Yep, I got the full the mohawk going. Yeah, I I had some ginger ale too. Oh, mixed ginger ale. You had a mixed drink. Yeah, no one ginger ale. Ginger ale sugar free too. Well, I drank it before I got on the thing. Ginger ale's sugar free too. That's because you had to stay hydrated. We're gonna have to come up. We're gonna have to come up with the sixteen cents this month. No, don't worry about it. Send it to him in the mail. Yeah. Contact me on Twitter and I'll I'll send you the address. I'll I'll leave I'll leave fifty cents on your doorstep. How's that? No thanks. You can Venmo it. Venmo it. Yeah, I don't have any of that crap on my phone. Yeah, me either. I, I still believe in cash, but you know. oh, I haven't had cash in my hand for probably three, four years. Wow, no, no. I actually, uh, actually had a place refuse to take cash here, like uh, about a month ago. Yeah. And- yeah, they say I had a, I had a place here in Independence. Say it was, um, 
Oh, actually, it's at the city building when I was trying to pay my electric bill. Oh, no, it's dirty. We can't take it. I'm like, yeah. well, so's your ass, but, you know, <laughs> this is what I have. Well, and I forgot last uh, last week at the game at Arrowhead, they're cashless only, too, and I didn't take my wallet with no me. No way. Yeah, yeah. So it's credit card or debit card only there. So. Wow. So I was like, oh, that sucks. Oh, yeah. So so how how's your pucker? How's my what? How, how's your pucker from being at the game? Uh, it's all right. It, it, uh, it was just, uh, you know, it was a it was a game. It didn't matter. They're going to be all right. They better wake up. I mean, it's nah. the first game. I understand that, but. Nah, they're fine. They're yeah. fine. They were always looking to run before they could catch the ball. Yeah, they're fine. That's we'll, talk about, we'll, we'll talk about it after this is over. They're fine. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Left away for some. You know, we got we got we got Mister Kyle, who's a Broncos fan. Go get rid of some of that uh, drink that he had. Well, yeah, I, I had too much to drink. Sixteen ounces plus. Uh, what? Seven point five ounces on this one. Oh my god. Did you have to shake a little faster than you thought? Yep, I did. I did. did you have a little fun. Good but thing you can't shake, you can't shake more than three times, right? Good thing right. you can't really right. from the playing with it. <laughs> you can edit all this. All right. There. No, it's not. It's all going in. So, <laughs> saying that, that, let's let's end this so we can uh, stop the recording. How about that? Oh. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash rabrkyledrickinson.us That's r-a-e-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s Yes. On the left-hand Coming. side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. Mm. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Are, are you Please dialing the number? By connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms Ltd., Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present <laughs> Views and opinions are not I'll get to it or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. Prohibited. Don't do it. I am Kyle Jordan Hansen, and this Me. is Andrew Scott Sutton. He's over there. It's in one of those cubes, and then there's Rick up over in that cube somewhere. One of those cubes. So, that's us. Have a good week. We'll meet back here same time next week. Goodbye.